this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. If you didn't know, every week I join Natalie Lizarraga over on NBCLX to talk about all things personal finance. And recently we chatted about inflation. And so I wanted to share a few things from that conversation with you all here. First of all, most of us have heard that inflation should have been just temporary. And as we deal with all the issues caused by the pandemic, it should go away. But the fact is, it's still here. Uh, just recently in the numbers that just came out, uh, inflation was reported at 7%. To give you a little background, inflation numbers are reported on a 12-month period. And they use uh, something called the CPI or Consumer Price Index. And this is all basically a massive study conducted by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, looking at all kinds of data from around the country. And, you know, back when I ran a payroll department, I would actually report data to them and it would get used in some of their analysis. It was just part of our regular you know, business. We would get a form in the mail. We would fill it out with some data and send it back to them. All this to say that uh, because inflation is based on this 12 month period that's collected from all this data around the country, it's being compared back to December of 2020. So a small part of this higher inflation number is the fact that we're still comparing prices to a period in time that was dealing with a uh, a still very raging pandemic. Uh, Not to say that it's over right now, but it was still a very difficult time. There are no vaccines out. The economy was just doing all kinds of crazy, weird stuff at the moment. But that, that was a small part. Uh, Another part to all of this is supply chain issues. Uh, They're still going on. And so the supply chain is really just all the businesses, the companies, the people involved with producing all the things that we use here. Uh, It's a very long, complex process in many cases with with products and, and materials coming from multiple countries. And because of the constraints caused by the pandemic, we still haven't recovered from all of that. Uh, We're still trying to sort out a lot of things. And by we, I mean all these companies, all these governments trying to figure out how to get things back to a more normal place, uh, which is still taking some time. It's 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 improving, but it's still persisting, I think, much longer than many people thought it would. And the last thing is a lot of people are having a hard time reconciling the record profits being reported by companies with the message that costs are rising because of rising cost of goods. It doesn't really make sense that if costs are increasing, how can profits also increase at the same time? Because you think that if, you know, they had to raise the cost of goods because things are more expensive, that their profits would remain relatively equal. I don't think anyone would be surprised to hear that companies want to make the most amount of money possible. I don't think that's shocking (laughs) to anyone. And most large corporations, they work to make their shareholders happy. I mean, many of us are shareholders. If you're investing in stock, you are a shareholder. What makes shareholders happy? Higher stock prices. And what is one factor that helps stock prices rise? It's better profits. It's making more money. And so there is talk going around that maybe part of these inflated numbers we're seeing and inflated prices is just due to companies raising prices because they can, because it kind of all gets lost in the shuffle. Because if we see prices are inflated, we're seeing costs rise everywhere. If companies start to kind of just raise their prices we wouldn't even notice if the reason is because their cost of doing operation is increased or if they just want to make a little bit more money. So that is one theory that's being floated around. And so these are some of the factors we're seeing play into uh, the higher than really expected inflation that we're seeing right now. After a quick break, I'll jump into how all of this is impacting mortgage interest rates. I have a very important question for you. Did you get your W-2 yet? 
I just got mine in the mail and let me just say, just the sight of it caused so much stress because now that means I have to do my taxes. And you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's out of sight, out of mind. But I don't see it, that means taxes don't exist. But now that it's here, I gotta get to work on this. But if you're just like me and you feel this same stress and anxiety that I do when it comes to tax season, just know you have other options. You don't have to suffer and stress through this tax season again. And that's because H&R Block is not only bringing you today's bag of popcorn, but they're also bringing you the help that you need this tax season. H&R Block has experienced tax professionals that have been working for an average of 10 years in this field. And so they can help you get through this very complex tax season without losing it completely. Plus, H&R Block guarantees that you'll get your maximum refund and 100% accuracy on your return. So to learn more, get the help you need and relieve some of that stress, click the link in the show notes or go to popcornfinance.com slash hrblock for 20% off your online filing. Again, go to popcornfinance.com slash hrblock or click the link in the show notes for 20% off your online filing. All right, so another thing that Natalie and I discussed were the fact that mortgage interest rates are starting to rise. The average for a 30-year fixed mortgage was 3.45% during the week of January 13th. And this was up a quarter of a percent from the previous week. And then if you look back a year prior to January 13th, 2022, interest rates were at 2.23%. So there's definitely a trend in interest rates rising. Part of this is believed to be due to the fact that the Federal Reserve is planning to increase interest rates. So the Federal Reserve is in charge of the country's monetary policy. What this means is that they, they set the tone for a lot of things in the country financially. And one of those things is working towards combating inflation. Another thing is making sure the economy just keeps working as it should. Uh, and so during the pandemic, when everything got really tight and we saw businesses shut down, we saw demand shrink because people were just staying at home. No one really knew what was going on. The Federal Reserve was like, look, the economy is going to be in really rough shape. We need to do things to keep things going, to keep as much of our economy working as it should be. And so one thing that they can do is they can lower interest rates and they do this by setting a target. So they set a target of zero to zero point two five percent. And the thought is by lowering interest rates, what you're doing is you're encouraging businesses to borrow more money. And when they borrow money at a very cheap rate, they're more likely to start putting that money to work, whether it's innovating, opening up new locations, uh, hiring new employees. They have this very cheap money they're able to borrow to do really big things, make big moves within their company. And when that happens, it often causes wages to rise as well. When these businesses are competing for the same employees, it causes wages to rise. Uh, and when wages rise, we all have more money to spend. And when we have more money to spend, we often spend it. So that's the thought. That act of lowering interest rates indirectly kind of encourages people to spend more money, which puts more money into the economy, which keeps businesses going and keeps the whole thing working. Now, when prices start to rise, we get something called inflation. And when inflation is high, things can get too expensive and cause a, a very negative impact uh, to everyone. And so the Federal Reserve tries to combat that by doing the opposite. They will begin to raise interest rates. And when they raise interest rates, it becomes more expensive to borrow money. So people and companies stop borrowing as much money. When companies stop borrowing as much money, they kind of cut back on their spending. And ultimately, it causes a kind of contraction, as they would call it, of the economy. Because there's less money flowing around, people are a little more cautious of what they spend. They, start, they tend to start saving more as interest rates rise. It has this whole impact of slowing everything down. Uh, and when people spend less money, that means demand starts to shrink. And when demand starts to shrink, uh, while the supply of the things out there we all want to buy stay the same, it hopefully has the impact of causing prices to stabilize and maybe even fall. 
And so all of this activity spurred on by the increase in interest rates is also impacting mortgage rates. Uh, not directly when the Federal Reserve increases their interest rates. It doesn't directly cause mortgage rates to rise, but it causes the overall interest rate environment to rise, which kind of brings other things up with it. So that's part of the reason why we're seeing mortgage rates start to increase. Uh, And we'll probably see interest rates in a lot of areas start to increase as well, because the Federal Reserve has already announced that they plan to increase rates several times during 2022, which is not great if you have debt. But it is great if you're saving money in your savings accounts, because we all were very excited about the you know 2% interest rates we were getting on savings accounts prior to the pandemic. Uh, we probably won't get right back to that this year, but we will see at least improved interest rates on our savings accounts. Uh, and then hopefully in the near future, and this also might be a good time to start looking at that debt you have and seeing if you can start paying it down, especially that debt that's not on a fixed interest rate. So things like mortgages, car loans, those will stay the same because you're locked into that rate. But things like credit cards can increase and more than likely will increase as interest rates uh, increase all over the, the economy. So maybe a good time to start looking at that credit card debt and making a plan to start paying it down before you see your rates increase. So this was just a little information from my conversation with Natalie over at NBCLX. Hopefully this answers some questions you might have had about some things going on around in, in our economy. Uh, And if you have any other questions, feel free to write in to me and and let me know what you're thinking. Uh, You can send me your questions to questions at popcornfinance.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram by sending me a message to popcorn finance podcast. And lastly, before I get out of here, I want to give a shout out to this week's colonel. This goes out to Alicia, who entered into the wallet activism giveaway that I did uh, back in December. Uh, She entered in a little too late, but I still wanted to give her a shout out uh, for the amazing volunteer work that she's doing. So, Alicia, thank you so much for listening to the show and uh, supporting what we do here on Popcorn Finance. As always, I appreciate all of you for joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.